Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. I've so, noticed that I've had these like bitch claps. Like we do we do the clapsing <laughs> and they're just bitch ass claps. They sound like babies just like <laughs> I can't hear them over my man claps, so I don't know. You're like I'm just too powerful. <laughs> It turns out I, I put these hurricane shutters on my house because of my claps are too loud. You know what's funny about that too is my wife the other day, we were at like a, a bar and it was one of those things where there was a random person doing music and I hate when they do that because like no one cares about that person and I always feel bad because it's like the one random, it's like this one random guy and he's got like a guitar and he's singing and there's like all these people that are just fucking like ignoring him and then you know when a song ends it's like that one person clapping and he's like good job yeah. like Woo! that's me that's me trying to like hype this guy up because i feel bad so i'm like i'm like clapping and my wife looks at me and she goes you know you've got a good clap <laughs> like i was like what does that mean she's like it's a good clap it's a good clap you didn't turn to her and be like i'll clap you good and then i dun, gave her dun, that dun. good clap you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey <-o. laughs> It's just a she she gave you the perfect setup and you didn't even go for it. I can't believe it. That's true. It's true. And then I slapped her real hard and I was like, how's that? And then you just left her there. You're like, yeah, I dipped. <laughs> no, I would never. But maybe. <laughs> no, I've I don't go to bars often. So, I mean, I can't say that I've ever seen somebody just randomly on stage it's, like yeah i'm gonna I, sing my uh my my for some reason i have homebrew in my head so i was like i'm gonna <laughs> sing my homebrew song and they get up there and basically just sing like the dumbest shit yeah oh, they, they get up there and they're like this is for my bitch mom and then they just go into it they like <laughs> Like how that's your go into it. <laughs> it's like heavy metal, you know? It's like yeah, I can't yeah. be like spin, spin your fucking head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They do yeah. that whole video where they just start punching the air, they start eating the heart and everything. They go they go ham. Love it. I, I want that to happen so bad. I want my like first real experience in an adult bar. I say adult bar because like I've been fucking I'm my baby bar. bar i i've sat in the bar at red robin but like if i can order fucking chicken yeah, get like a bar, milkshake like, there not, yeah like like don't go too hard if, on that milkshake bro if i can say it's my birthday and you bring me a fucking like brownie with hella like ice cream like this is in a bar like this yeah. is not this i will is, say as a person baby bar. who loves french fries red robin's got a good deal oh yeah well here's the thing they, I, I love Red Robin so much. They used to cop out with the bottomless fries thing. And it was like, haha, the container with fries. Just, it doesn't have a bottom. And you're like, oh, you fucking got me. But now, have you, do you, uh, when you ordered, do you, okay, so here's obviously I haven't, I haven't been in years, by the way. Uh, like, okay, there's well, not gonna, any close by me. Dude. Trust me, this is going to be some tips and tricks for you. Like Ooh. these are these are some fucking advanced options. I bet you I'll at, never uh, go to another one in the rest of my life. But I'll I'll I'm ready if I ever do. Can't believe you. Can't <laughs> believe you. But here's here's the rundown of how I go into Red Robin. <laughs> I go in, I get my like whatever soda and a water, and then oh, I was just about to die. By the way, I like yeah, breathed I, in I heard just that. like a bubble. You just tried to asphyxiate me from my own body. But I go in. Get my fucking soda and my water. I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, everybody gets ready to order, of course. I, I've been ready to order since I sat down. I'm like, claw some yeah, fries, chicken, man. Chicken strips. Just yeah. fucking claw some fries. They're like, you want dipping sauce? I'm like, of course I fucking do, you idiot. You're clucking you right. 
You give me that fucking ranch, bro. Because they, I hate Ooh. places that are like their default option is honey mustard. It's like, can you eat a dick? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Get this fucking honey mustard shit out of here. I want some ranch dressing. Okay. You do, you do I'm ranch. You do ranch with just uh, chicken strips. Just ranch. Yeah. You don't do like a buffalo sauce and ranch. You do just. Why would ranch? I fucking need that? Just ranch, dude. Oh. Why would I need I a fucking know. buffalo sauce? I asked for chicken strips, not boneless wings, bro. <laughs> I don't think I I ever eat ranch if it does. Well, that's not true because there's like barbecue bacon or not barbecue, but like those bacon ranch pizzas. But like I only eat ranch most of the time if there's buffalo sauce with it. I can't imagine just being like, "Mm -mm -mm, give me that ranch sauce. Nah, there's just great things to dip ranch in. Like you got pizza. Pizza's good. Dip ranch in. Or dip what? Dip into ranch. <laughs> dip, I was yeah. like, wait, dip ranch in? It's it's great to dip your pizza in. You got like chicken strips, great. Nowhere. Dude, mozzarella sticks, great to dip in there. Really? I mean, we, you don't do we marinara have sauce to like Nora stuff. No, because marinara sauce is just tomato paste. People are like fucking it's, gaslit into thinking that marinara sauce is a special thing. It's just a fucking crushed tomato. Some dickhead is in the back of the restaurant in that stupid ass you little like. This bowl with a bunch of tomatoes putting all their right, disgusting right. ass feet on them. All right, that's not true. These are great. It's not doing fucking Italian wine shit. Get out of here. All right, look, I'll I'll admit it's not anything special, but fucking ranch isn't either. You acted like it's this high and mighty sauce. It's fucking ranch. Yeah, dude, it's delicious. That's not the point. <laughs> but I get okay. So you gotta you gotta get the stuff, and after you order your food, you say. Can we have fries while we wait? And then you fucking got them, bro. Mm. They bring you fries as an appetizer. You don't even have to order an appetizer. You don't have to pay for it. You get a dope ass, wow. basically free appetizer. You get fries then. You get fries with your meal and you get fries after. Just saying. Whew. That's a pro tip right there. That's a potato overload. I like it though. Um, I live in fucking Idaho, dude. So we eat is potatoes. Come yeah, on. dude. That's true. Man, I guess I guess that's why there's so many red robins around you. I have like none. I don't know where There's to like go. eight. Yeah. I mean, it could just be because there's nothing else to do in Idaho, but whatever, dude. I mean, moving on. Yeah, I guess fine. so. It's what fine. are we doing today? Hello and welcome to IndiePod and Indie Games Podcast. This is our Psychonauts 2 book club for Hell yeah. uh, the month of September, in a sense, depending on when you listen to this. It's very possible that people listen to this in a time capsule. It's going to be like 2026 by the time anybody outside of think, our patrons listens to this. I don't think uh, it'll ever come out. To see the yeah, light of day. Possible. It's possible. I think. I think. I mean, I did never... talk about it on the episode, just not not even joking anymore. Just being like, not it's not gonna happen. It. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's funny too because, like, I feel like every one of these episodes we talk about it, and we're like, I feel like in the last three of them, you've been like, this is the I'm one to do it <laughs> where all of it starts, and every time we're like, oh, let's play this game again. Where IndiePod is consistently bad at being like we're gonna do something one day yeah. <laughs> just never yeah, doing it's it never good never good at it like we we said we were gonna do video for like a while and then we eventually did video like i had to buy a webcam and shit it all gets weird but you know what to continue that tradition okay because we've got peeps in our Discord, but they're talking about consistency in jokes and such. They're like, I can't believe this Stardew Valley joke was brought up in the first fucking episode, and he said it until now. We're going to... I mean... Gonna, we'll put these episodes up, don't you worry. At least... Worry. It, Maybe it, even it, tomorrow. I highly doubt it. I... <laughs> It's definitely not tomorrow. Yeah, it's 100% it's not going to happen tomorrow. But like I said, this is for Psychonauts 2, of course, developed by Double Fine Productions and published by X, uh, Xbox Game Studios. Of course, it's because Double Fine was actually purchased midway through, or I guess nearing the end of their development was purchased by Microsoft. The entire studio was. So yep. now Which they're is part it? of their first, uh, their first party family. So that's right. pretty sweet. Which is interesting because ultimately, if they didn't get picked up, this would have been a much different game. Like there was a, a whole oh, yeah. story about how they were going to have no boss fights or anything in the game until uh, Xbox came in and was like, here, have some money. And they were like, cool, thank you. We'll keep working on this game. So ultimately, uh, people might have been pissed because, hey, it, it delayed it. But like, I think and I know we're going to have different opinions on this, but I think it was worth the wait. 
All right. Of course, our book club episodes are where we, the hosts, give our opinions as well as include some opinions of people from our audience. This month, or in this month's book club, we actually have both Zach and Philip Renshaw, the Wampin Emperor of Australia. They're popping in. They're giving us their thoughts on Psychonauts too. I'm interested to listen to them. But before we do that, I gotta ask you, Big Bob. But what am I? What am I fucking no, talking big, about, Big, big Bob? Big Bob. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now you're Big Bob, dude. You Big Bob boy. Big, big Bob. Bob boy. Big Bob, baby. Yeah, this is the obsessed polygon thing. Now it's just your name. Like you, you gonna change your name to anything? It's Big Bob. No, hey, I will. I you're will like allow, I draw the line at yeah. biggest of average. Josh <laughs> boys. I will allow Josh boys, but I won't. I won't advocate for Big Bob. Oh, okay, okay. You're not a Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay fan. I mean, <laughs> I'm not into that. Uh, what was it called? What meat sandwich? The cock meat sandwich. Cock meat sandwich. Not a not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> oh, good. So good. Just not my jam. <laughs> we're out there with Big Bob and his fat dick. <laughs> I like how no matter what persona you give me it always seems to have this large penis <laughs> dude you just give off this big dick energy okay you're just such a cute boy <laughs> my god oh my god we're gonna have to okay we're gonna have to take a breather here <laughs> Ooh. so big josh boy what do you think of psychonauts too because like you said we're gonna have some differing opinions about yeah, this yeah, game for sure and i want to start off with you because of course you've actually beaten the game and i have not so oh my goodness. What yeah. do you think? Have you have you looked up anything to the nature of what happens or how the story goes or any of the the ending pieces? Um No, huh? I'm uh, but I shouldn't say that like you should be wary of spoilers in any okay. sense. I'm uh, yeah, right. I'm I'm not spoiler sensitive. I'm going to tell everybody right now listening to this, if you are spoiler sensitive, probably don't listen to this. These don't are listen. pseudo I want to say pseudo reviews often enough we do get into the meat and potatoes and the actual storyline of these games. If yeah, I yeah. actually play through the fucking game. So well, I did. So just I could be, talk a little be bit about forewarned. It. Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. be forewarned. There's going to be some spoilers <laughs> and I'm interested to hear them because I'm one of the, I feel like rare people on earth who actually enjoys things being spoiled for them. Oh, that's weird. that's why I don't have a reason to go through it. It's because I like to see the like little things building up. Uh, yeah i i i guess that makes sense and i think in this game like you kind of alluded to this like i feel like you were already on the right track of what the storyline is for this game um but this 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 game does uh an amazing job of giving you kind of like the answer early on but giving you the details that equate to that answer and what i mean by that is that molecular person is that uh that extra person of like the yeah. original Psychonauts. She was uh, Ford Crawler's lover <clears throat> and she oh. she had basically snapped and uh, was used as a means for war and kind of it, it broke her down mentally. And so she became this killing machine. She ended up. This is a lot of spoilers real quick, right off the bat. Uh, we said spoilers, dude. We fucking said it. She so. ended up killing a close family member and she had to use, you know, the 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 part of your brain, the, the cognitive dissonance of being like, I have to get away from thinking that I'm a monster because I did this. And you could either do it by attributing, you know, depending on your your psyche and, and your mental state of like understanding that things uh, happen because of the situations you're in. Or you go full fucking into it and you become uh, an incredible killing machine because you're just like, well, this is who I am. This is what I do now. Right. And so she went off the deep end. And that's kind of where this uh, this whole story goes. But it it's I won't spoil more, but. There's a lot that leads to that where you're like, you kind of get it right. And you you got the point of like the the person who uh, who is uh, I forget his name, but the main uh, Lily's dad, the main yeah. head of the Psychonauts. He's not He's the head a of the Psychonauts. dude. Yeah. Brain, different brain, different brain, um, ah, okay, different brain. Okay. All right. That checks right. out because when so, she puts the plants around him and is like, I'm not getting any of his psychotic energy. I was like, I probably doesn't fucking have any. This guy's an idiot. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
And so, so there's a lot of things where, where you're like, okay, I get it. Like, there's probably something weird here. But they give you this piece-by-piece piece information in a way that's still interesting and you want to know more. You want to know more the, about the backstory of it. And I really like that they did that because I'm normally not very much of a story person in games. I don't really care too much. But with this, I was very drawn into it. And a little bit of it is nostalgia, obviously, because I played the original Psychonauts when I was younger. I loved it. And so a lot of it is like, I want to know more. And the good thing about this is it plays into a lot of things that happened in the past. Like you find out things that happened that you wouldn't have expected. Like why Raz goes and joins the Psychonauts at all was actually something that someone had done. And you're like, oh, that's interesting to know. Like you wouldn't have expected really? that because, yeah, like there's a lot of really cool little pieces to it that I, I enjoy that you get to experience. And it's given to you piecemeal where it's like just enough each time when you go into a different world or you go to a different segment of that world where it, it, it gives you this bite sized feeling of like, OK, that's cool. I want to know more. That's cool. I want to know more to the point where, and you even made like uh, uh, comments about it. Like I beat it really quick because I just, I focused so much time into it because I got sucked in. I was like, I just want to keep playing this. I want to know more about it. I want to go into the world. And like what I'll say about Psychonauts 2 in comparison to the first one is I think from a story perspective, I enjoyed it more. A gameplay perspective, I enjoyed it more. Um, the worlds are a step up in a lot of ways just from a level design and I think just from a creativity sense but nothing will ever beat the milkman yeah. nothing nothing <laughs> for me will ever beat the milkman and I think that's not uh, and for people who don't know that was a world in Psychonauts 1 where it was just a person who was uh, to a point of just insanity and so the world also represented that and you have some of that in this in cases um but it just, it was never as exaggerated. It never had that same like quirkiness. It never had that one liner of I am the milkman. Uh, my milk is delicious. And I can't like, that is a moment in Psychonauts that can carry that game just because of how ridiculous it was and how interesting you got to play a game. Like it, it does exactly what Katamari Damacy did for me when I was younger of like giving you something that is normal and twisting it on its head and making it so abstract that the world is enticing because you don't see it a lot. You don't often see a world in games like this so twisted to a point where you're still supposed to understand it, right? Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, a lot of things in Psychonauts 2 were done just with so much polish and so much uh, love and passion to it for you know the the game that it originated from. As well as, and I know you said this uh, this point, I wanted to just touch upon this because you, in previous episodes that we've had, talked about you were upset by the fact that people talked to you like you were a younger kid or that you people would say things to you that didn't kind of make sense. And I will I will agree that the points that you made of like the person who was uh, who's like, you remember how I taught you this? And you're like, the fuck? We just met. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Literally like five minutes before that. <laughs> Those those moments, I agree, but the talking down to you and the fact that like you as a person see those situations where you're like, something's wrong here. Why doesn't anyone saying anything totally makes sense? Because I think it's a lot of the times, especially for myself when I'm playing this game, I often forget this kid is 10. Like, yeah, I to be fair, it's almost never adults that speak to Raz that way. It's other kids. And yeah. I'm like, what? What is this all about? Like, I totally understand if Ford Cruller is just like, Raz, be sure to warn these portraits. There might be something behind them. It's yeah. Raz, Raz, burn the burn them. Burn it with your fucking pyrokinesis. But instead it's Lily and she's like, hey, Raz, it might be a good idea to buy these portraits. It's fucking annoying, dude. I'm yeah. like, I, I get, get it. it. I'm not a dumbass. Like, I understand I yeah. have to burn I, these. I think that. I think this is, is something that's interesting in games and it's it's from a design perspective of like, who do you cater to more? The people who are going to have an issue or the people who are going to just get it and like not care and just be like, shut up, bitch. Like, stop. Stop telling me what to do. Like, oh, I yeah. It, I, right. I should say this is definitely just a me issue. And I actually sure. didn't notice it with any character other than Lily, which yeah. might play into like her persona of being kind of an asshole. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe it's like part of her 
like looking down on Raz still, even though they've obviously had moments like they they kissed. That's a big thing. Like there's a subtle I, I don't even want to say teenage romance because like you said, they're 10. They're 10. But yeah, yeah is... they're like really little. So I I totally get it. But it's just something that bothered me early on in the game. And I, sure. I just really wasn't a fan of it. But I, I should say, like me not having played this game and and me, I in a couple of episodes, I've I've talked about my thoughts of it. And I'm I don't think this is a bad game. It's just I, I personally feel like I might have grown out of my love for psychonauts other than the original because that one has so much nostalgic value for me Mm -hmm. whereas when i come into psychonauts 2 i'm like i'm honestly like i I don't actually find that brand of humor often funny anymore so it's it's a little bit different for me the constant references to bacon is just so weird and (laughs) there are things that i like about the game it's just i feel like i've grown out of a lot of it that makes sense. It's and interesting because for me, I I actually still think Double Fine is really good. They're one of the the people who have a better handle, I'll say, on humor than most people do when building video games. Like vi- video games and humor is something that is often not well done. I think that kind of died out with like a lot of the point and click games because that was like their main thing was like we have to just be good at writing but at a certain point mechanics kind of took over and so a lot of people just don't know how to be funny in a lot of different mediums and like i feel like video games is really bad at it i i enjoyed the humor i will admit like and i feel like this is with anything there were moments that were just like cringy where you're like eh, that kind of like fell flat but i still enjoy it more than i would say other uh other games that are out there that i've played recently yeah i see your point like it's it's very possible that it's not their first priority like writing a funny script is not every game developer's first priority nowadays like a lot of people are worried about presentation worried about world building worried about Mm -hmm. making gameplay feel good that it's just yeah, not many people are focused on adding a comedic element to their games. Granted, some of the funniest games I've ever played, I feel like nowadays, most of the funny elements of video games are not on purpose. They're yeah. on accident, where it's like just weird ass shit that come from it, like like mods, stuff like the yeah. videos that you could see with Team Fortress 2 or Gary's Mod or yep, yep. things like weird ass fucking glitches in telltale games like i i've told i believe i talked to you about this playing uh telltale batman where there was literally just a pair of eyes and a mouth like running <laughs> oh, god yeah at, at one it. point in time and i was like the fuck is that like, had, it was just weird i i love those moments because they're yeah because they're never scripted right and that's kind of like yeah the, the it's point. actually just because that shit's broken yeah <laughs> sometimes jank is good yeah, sometimes it's a feature. Like yeah, everybody's it's a feature, not a pulling uh, pages from From Software's book. They're just like, it's a feature. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a feature it's, of the it's game. Fine. Um, yeah, I, I personally, I, I, I shouldn't say that I feel like I've grown out of that because I feel like that makes it seem like somewhat of like a lower bar of humor. It's just I personally like I don't find that funny anymore. Like yeah. a lot of the humor in Psychonauts. I don't find it that funny anymore, but that's just me. That's it's that's absolutely totally just me. There are some other things that I want to talk about. Um, one, I've only been through a couple of boss fights, but I wasn't super impressed with them. And a lot of people have said that they are their favorite part mm. of the game. And I'm just, I, I, what the Lucktopus, I was not super into it. I feel like it didn't actually, uh, it doesn't, really tell you how to do that fight very well and i talked about this in different episodes of indie pod is that typically what will happen is early on in a level it will teach you a new skill or you'll just 
be sure to use a skill often and you Mm -hmm. use it over and over and over again by the time you get to the boss that is the key to beating the boss and i felt like with the lucktopus it was just so weird where yes you did use the connecting of ideas ability to get behind it but the bomb throwing like the the psionic blast to open up the section and then throw the bomb into it was just so weird and it doesn't really try at all to let you know you're supposed to do that i died several times before i figured that out and i was like oh okay like that's a little odd granted they do have your like your fellow psychonaut like cadets i forget Mm -hmm. oh they're interns they have them as cards and they'll be like Rouse, help us and it's like i mean i want to but what do you want me to do dude Uh like i don't but and and i wasn't like i i like the stage of lectopus i think the lady lectopus thing is really really cool i love that you got to see it before and after raz started fucking with her memories and like the her connections of self i think that was really cool to see how that changed does that happen more later in the game because he learns the moral of not fucking with people yeah but you- you do not have the same type of impact on someone's mental psyche when it comes to rewriting their interests. Um, I get why, because he does learn that moral, but it would yeah. be so cool if it happened more. Yeah, it's it's an interesting concept, and I I I liked it from a story. Like this is one of the reasons why I like this game more. Like they fix a lot of mechanical issues from the first one, where like if you play it now if you go back and try to play the original psychonauts it's like it's rough right like it's it's a it's an old game um they fixed up a lot of the mechanics but it's not the thing that i shine on this game i love the story and i love the message behind this the idea of mental awareness and this being uh you know the psychonauts it, it gives them more weight into what they're doing as opposed to the first game which i feel was more like we're psychic people and we do cool superhero shit. And you're like, okay, cool. That's fun. And like, that was great when I was younger, but now it's much more of an impactful, like we're here to help people and, uh, you know, really make an impact when there's these, these bigger issues from a mental state perspective. And so I, I love the idea of that world and having more of that, but like, yeah, you can't morally do that of be like, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. And then also at the same time be like, well, now rewrite this person, even though we just told you not to do that. Yeah, I mean, it would be a really fucked up moral. It seems like most of the moral of the game, or at least with that specific ability, is that you cannot change how like you cannot change other people. They have to change on their own. Right. And and like it's it's not even ethically okay for you to change other people, especially in those like very large situations where he forces her into like an entirely different personality. And I totally get why that would be weird. Yeah. Why why that would have some sort of like ludonarrative dissonance where it's just like why would we continue to do this in gameplay if and right. I'm assuming it happens later, but it's probably about like bringing people back from the brink like Ford yep. Cruller. Yes. Yes. I, it's, I, okay. it's a lot of that. It's OK. That's the well, that's what I thought. Do you get to go into Cruller's head again? Three and times. Get more. Three times. Specifically. OK. It did. Uh, honestly, the first time annoyed me because I was like, which one? Why you is do? it? It was, it's the, so the, the first time you go into Ford Crawler's head is just the subtle, like speak of Megicula, like what exactly happened. And it's the thing where they're the bunch of stumps at the camp and yeah. it slowly yeah. carves them down and you get like, oh, yeah, there was yeah, this yeah, other yeah, psychonaut yeah. But you that nobody talks about. You didn't play the actual levels though. Cause after that, no. there's three levels you do. Yeah. The, that's you, what I was going to say w- yeah. was that. In that standpoint, like when that first happened, I was kind of like, I don't want to say that I was upset, but I was very underwhelmed that that's all I got to see of Ford Crawler's head. I found that so odd, especially because like everyone else's head, they pretty much don't have a fucking waiting room. They don't have this like first place you go to that gives you a small superfluous amount of information. And then later on, you get to figure it out. It's like, nah, you just fucked around. Like it's whatever. I found that kind of odd, but granted, once again, I haven't gotten to these later stages. So you have to, uh, you have to go to the later stages. Cause I think those were, um, I wouldn't say from a perspective of gameplay, like some, I really enjoyed some, not others, 
But from a story perspective, that was very much a, a big component of that, like giving you a taste of finding out that they were lovers, finding out what happened in the past and why she did that, of how like you 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 learn a good amount of the whole why behind everything. Yeah, and then it's the game fucking throws you for a loop when all it of a sudden shatters it open. All of a sudden. Nah, I'll let you play the game yourself. I'm assuming each one of the Ford Crawler, like you said, there are three different ones. I'm assuming yep. that's like the the Nick Brain, the uh, the bowling, and the like shearing thing. The haircut. Yeah, yeah, barber, a bowling alley, and a uh, mail room. Yeah, he's one. a postman. That's why I said Nick Brain because Nick yeah, was like the postal the, guy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's. It's very interesting. Also voiced by, I'm fairly certain, by Elijah Wood, which I found very weird. Like, I was like, is that fucking Frodo Baggins up in this bitch? There's a, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of voice actors in this game. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I, I really can't say. Um, I feel like I haven't had enough of an, ex- like, I haven't had enough of an experience and time to play this game to really say, this is a good game, this is a bad game. That's really not what I'm, like, here to do at the moment. It's just to give some of my opinions of the game. For sure. And yeah. I I liked a lot of it. I didn't like certain aspects. I thought that, like, Dogen's uncle's head was really interesting, where you go into it and it's a the food, food show. competition? Yeah, yeah I really it's like, like a that food network. Too. And I love that they're all goats. So no matter what, they're going to eat it and love it. Like it's <laughs> it, you just happen to like get other special things. Like I thought that was cool. There were certain things that I was a little bit. I I was I found it odd that they changed it from the original like mental baggage. I found a little bit weird where if I remember in the original Psychonauts, each time you get those, you actually get like. Uh, you either get, I don't believe it's like psychors or psych cards, but you do increase levels. Whereas I feel like in three, you have to get all of them. Am I correct in that? Uh, in the new, you mean in Psychonauts 2 in this one? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I say three for some reason because Rhombus of Ruin. Rhombus. But no, you have to, you have to get, uh, five, but it doesn't have to be in the same world. So if you get oh, two and one and three, yeah, three and another, you still level up. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, because I had the same thought, I was like, oh, I don't know if it matters, but it's just you keep leveling up after you get five, uh, no matter where it is. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I thought you had to get all of them in that level. I was like, no, no. Bitch, I can't even, like, wait, I, don't, I don't have this mental connection ability yet. Which, speaking of, I feel like in, I, me just, uh, this is a lot of nostalgia and me just kind of being a simp for Psychonauts 1. Uh, but I felt like it doled out new psychic abilities very well. Yeah, whereas yeah. it was like, oh, you get these new badges. Okay, you've got clairvoyance. You've got, which I should say, Psychonauts 2 clairvoyance. I really, really love that everyone sees you in a different way. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. like a really funny joke on like viewing the world through your own lens. Mm-hmm. Where like some people you'll see him and Raz just looks fucking weird. Yeah. Like he, or my, like he looks like a squirrel in my others. favorite. Like, yes. My favorite <laughs> one was uh, the first time I used it, it was on the your squirrel friend. And I, showed up as a little uh me in a squirrel suit and i was like that's hilarious and i thought it was just yeah. all squirrels saw you as that way but it, it wasn't the case i forget why like when i changed it but i just i thought it was so cute that i was like oh look it thinks i'm this derpy looking squirrel this is great <laughs> have you okay so there are some big changes to gameplay that i did want to talk about one sure. i feel like the gameplay is really really solid like yeah, i i yeah. think it's good I, I would recommend you lock on to enemies. Otherwise, you're going to be like fucking launching into space. Like I playing a lot of video games for some reason, I just forgot to lock on. So I was like, dude, why when I use this fucking dodge hit, do I hit way over there? It's like, because I'm not fucking locked on to this idiot. Like what what you think is going to happen. But 
they change up a lot of it and I find it really, really interesting. And I, I like it a lot how they use these different abilities, um, where like now you have your standard combo of those like kind of psychic punches and kicks and such, but you can increase that to have longer combos or different combos. Then you've got like your Psy Blast, which you can level up each like Psy ability. You can level them up by themselves. Certain ones you have to hit specific levels though, which really sucks, especially with like the clairvoyance ability where I believe is the clairvoyance ability where the last one is that you do not have cooldowns for any of your abilities. Like your ability, I, I believe that's what it says. It's like something along the lines of like your abilities have like halved cooldowns or mm. like don't have cooldowns. And I was like, that's cool. Until I realized you have to be at like level 105 to get it. And I was it's, like, yeah. Well, I didn't realize that until after I invested all these fucking levels or, it, or like perks into it. But then you've also got badges, which yeah, change things as well, where cool. it's like, yeah, they can change specific abilities and how they work. Like it's, it can be something as co- just a cosmetic of changing your levitation balls color. Like that's the first one you get, which is interesting. But you can get other ones that actually change the way abilities work in a sense. And mm-hmm. you can get one that makes it to where when Raz stands still, he dances. And it's hilarious. With the exception of certain conversations, you will stand still and it will work. <sighs> And you'll be sitting there and just listening to Ford Crawler talk or just like anybody talk. And then it's just razzing like, and I'm like, shut the fuck. I can't hear, dude. Shut up. Like, what are you doing? That's so funny. Yeah. How do you feel the, the combat has changed since the first game? I love the combat. I love the leveling system for the different skills. The badges was a nice touch, but honestly underutilized. I feel like uh, ultimately throughout, I rarely used any of them. I had like one or two that I bought and I kind of just stuck with them because they don't do enough for me to care. Um, but but I still thought that the combat was really good. The one thing that I, I'll say is, and we've talked about this already in a previous episode, I think they really need to re work the idea of their system with the four abilities that you have. Oh, it's so annoying. Like, and having to swap them out. I think they need to make something like the levitate, just like a a normal, like, thing that you don't have to have skilled skilled up. And I think it it becomes really annoying because in the later levels, they do often have you go through constantly because they'll throw enemies your way that all require different abilities for it which is great like i think that's totally like i'm not saying they should take that part away because i think the variety is what they need and i did enjoy that especially in this game of having you know not only the difference in the abilities that you have but also the enemies that you have and having new types of challenges yeah they have a way better enemy variety yeah but they have you constantly changing and it like goes away from the flow state of playing this game and just being in a battle where you're constantly like, okay, well, let me hold up. I got to change my skills now. Okay, let's go. Oh, oh, wait, I got to change my skills now. Okay, let's go. Like it's, it was at a later stage kind of annoying to be like, all right, I guess I'll just take levitate off for a while just so I can just be full combat mode now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I, I think that if they do a Psychonauts 3 or they continue something in this series, like I'd like to see them kind of retool that a bit. But I think from a combat perspective of just like how smooth these things worked, I think like it's definitely improvement. It was something where, yes, it ruined that flow state, but it still felt really good when you were in combat and when you're able to, you know, uh, get a good combo off or, you know, be able to successfully use those abilities to take down these new enemies that are thrown your way. I wanted to jump back to a piece that you had talked about uh, a little bit ago, and it was uh, the issue with the bosses. And this goes into the abilities, and this is why I wanted to bring this up. I think that a lot of what you're feeling of like abilities not being utilized properly at the end for bosses as much as they could have is really indicative of the fact that they were brought in later because they didn't expect bosses to be in the game, right? That's and a great I, point. And I think, and I'm not trying to use that as an excuse, but I think that that's ultimately why this happened. And I'm hoping that if they do something in the future, they keep that in mind a little bit more. Like, I don't know if you've gotten to this point. I highly doubt it because it's very far into the game, but there's a part where you are in like a book world. Oh, that's cool. And I, I 
really liked a lot of parts of that world. But what is stupid is your skill that you get, your ability you get is being able oh, to create the, paper the little paper the little paper raz. Yeah, he's so cute. Yeah, and I love it because you get the basically Invader Zim Gur because he sounds like Gur and Raz sounds really? like Invader Zim. So it's like, yeah, it's like blast from the past with that. So you're like, oh damn, it's like That's the voices. Awesome. But what he does is literally just he plays a distraction where he'll like run around if you have him in combat and enemies will try to attack him or he allows you to pull levers that are behind like a wall. Like you'll write, draw him and tell him to like slip through things. Oh, and so okay. I've seen that like the the doors with mail slots. Yeah. Where he's like, I can't get through that. That's yeah. That's what you need. He's like, I'm not big enough. It's like, uh, could you not blast the fucking door off its hinges, yeah. bitch? You're it's a too, fucking psychic, dude. It's too. It's you locked. can blow up it's people's locked. heads with your mind. It's locked. Um, it's made out of titanium. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the like that is a great representation of a terrible boss that like not a terrible boss but a terrible utilization of that skill because and and granted i get it that is hard to do because you know like what would you do that character doesn't really do much but you literally you beat up a boss and then at the end during those like you know how each boss has like phases at the end of the phase where you're like now beat him up it, it just goes draw your little guy to go through this thing and it's like he presses a button and then it blows up and then you like you're like oh, oh wow how hard did you think about for that one like it yeah it's not a good use of that skill of it being like wow that was really necessary for this part it's like i probably could have just beat him up and just been you know okay with that boss fight but i, I that being said i still loved the the combat for what it was um and if nothing this game one we already talked about this i think that this is one of my my favorite games of this year so far um but that is a shared opinion amongst a lot of people yeah yeah which i'm very happy for love psychonauts i'm i'm extremely happy that there's a lot of people who are enjoying it because i really want a third or something else in the series like i'd love to see a continuation not in like it doesn't have to be raz but like in this world i think there's a lot of cool stories that could be told um you could even do something maybe they could do a camp again where yeah it's like or it could be a prequel or it could be like raz and lily are the new like psychonauts counselors uh, similar to uh sasha and what is the what is their name sasha is the dude sasha's the dude yeah and then uh who's the like and i hate to say this but who's the who's supposed to be modeled after like a hippie yeah 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 i know i know who you're talking about i just can't think of her name for some reason uh, yeah i can't either but yeah imagine weird. like a psychonaut sequel that is about like basically raz and lily having a new camp or something like that granted yeah. like however this ends it might not uh like allow for that type of a thing because no, you did it, it initially would. go for a prequel it it so. would it would it would allow oh, for okay. it. I won't I won't spoil it, but it will allow for it. It there's and they can still like they could definitely continue with the way that they did this uh, for having even the same boss type, like the same like continuation of a story. I feel like like there's still more to say about Psychonauts if they wanted to continue with it. But I just think it would be cool to play as someone like Ford Crawler and to to be part of that original psychonauts like i think that would be a cool story to to tell from like a more descriptive version um yeah i don't, I don't know i i i think there's a lot to love about this game i think there's obviously nitpicky things and things that they can do better for for uh games in the future but i was ultimately uh won over by this i think that they did really well which is extremely hard to do and it it sucks that you didn't feel the same way but like i know that it's really hard and there's a lot of people who probably are like you who you know you you have high hopes for something that was so long ago that by this time either you've changed or it's changed to a point where you're like well i'm just not digging it and that's totally fine but um but i was into it i think it was great all right so i think we should probably head to our audience submissions and see what they think. I think, you know what, since he's such a high-ranking member of the Australian government, I think we got to go with Phil first because, like, otherwise, I don't know. He's He's been threatening uh, to send the Wombat Army on us, Ooh, so or yeah, specifically me, for saying that his conversations are dumb. So, mm-hmm. you know... Gotta start with Mr. Philip Renshaw, the Wombat Emperor of Australia first. So 
Let's see what Phil has to say about the game. I really wanted to play this game this month, but unfortunately by being a complete and utter ass clown, managed to break my glasses and I decided to wait till I got a new pair rather than experiencing the game through blurry doubled vision, which is kind of ironic because it's by double fine. I've reached the part where you are in the casino trying to get a baby for a couple. So I'd imagine that I'm not anywhere near even the middle of the game. I will say that I've thoroughly enjoyed my time and look forward, now that I have glasses again, to putting much more time into this game into the future. But so far, the humour and story in general are great. The graphics and sound combined to craft this wonderful, surrealist world that I look forward to spending more time in. And the platforming is okay. To be fair though, unless you want Nintendo or supervised by Nintendo, I really don't think anyone has really nailed 3D platforming, which is why the genre has certainly died down over the years. To make up for a lack of review this week, I thought I would tell a few jokes passed around in the Aussie bars by drunken men. How do New Zealanders find sheep in the long grass? Delightful! Why are koalas like the typical Aussie bloke? Because he eats, roots, shoots and leaves. Why did the wombat cross the road? To see his flatmate. I'm not sure if flatmate is Aussie slang or not, but it's someone you share a rental property with. We also have a roadkill problem in Australia, so a native animal crossing the road could be seeing his rental buddy, or he could be checking in on his dead friend. Explaining a joke is a surefire way to make a joke funnier, I have found. Anyway, if you'd like a podcast dedicated to super amazing and not lame jokes at all, just hit me up. Vaughn and Josh, you guys are true legends and keep up the great work. Do you ever wonder if our audience puts more thought into what they're going to say about video games than we do? <laughs> I, You know what's funny is, is um, thinking of that, I said to myself, Vaughn's going to... and I. Vaughn's going to come at me with a bunch of like, this is why the game has issues. And I was like, I should think of ways to combat it. And I should look back into the game because it's been a few weeks since I've played it. And I should do, I did nothing. I just got here today <laughs> and I was like, I'll just fucking talk. Like, I, yeah. I, I feel like I put so little thought into this and I sometimes feel really bad about it, but I feel like it still comes out good enough that it's like, look at me doing work. It worked out in the end, right? <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, Phil's, uh, the jokes at the end were so good. Like, oh, oh why does a wombat cross the road or whatever to like go see his flatmate? His I flatmate. He's like, I don't know if that's Aussie slang, but <laughs> I've, I've heard it before. I don't think it's actually like Aussie slang. It's just, I would say people who use or, or cultures that use the phrase flat instead yeah. of apartment. Yeah. That would like, and and even then, like I guess in in America we don't say mate unless it's like a joke. Uh, it's like almost never something that you'd say. So no, I would not say that that is uh, Aussie slang specific. But the, I did find the like roadkill thing funny. Have yeah. you ever seen that video of the guy like swerving to kill frogs in like Australia or New Zealand? No. Yeah. So apparently, like, I'm, I might be, like, misquoting this or something, but there's, like, an epidemic of these certain types of, like, reptiles. Or I believe they're specifically a type of frog uh -huh. in either New Zealand or Australia. Oh, and they, like, and they decimate the species, like other species yeah. or something. Yeah, that's Yeah, so they, like, decimate different ecological populations, like, yeah. just entire uh, different ecosystems so there's this video of this guy who has made it his life's purpose to kill as many of them as possible and there's so many on the road that he's like driving there's this video where he's driving down the road in this volkswagen like van and he's just swerving to make oh sure he hits as many as possible well it's awesome you know what they say <laughs> some heroes don't wear capes yeah dude not all heroes wear capes yeah. <laughs> it's so good but yeah i how do you feel about the platforming that's that's one thing that that's a, that phil brought up that i'm actually curious how you feel because i like i'm not super far into the game i'm not, i i'm probably like i would say all in all twice uh, like if, if you take what phil played 
and double that. That's how much I played. But that's I, not much. I think you might have played a little bit more. But that being said, from a platforming perspective, I have caught myself into glitch, like glitched, like I'm stuck in a fucking wall thing because oh, of platforming. That. Yeah. So like I barely played much of this game and I've, I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. And it took me forever to fucking jank my way out of it of like pressing skill after skill until something just clicked. Um, Dude, or like railings that go nowhere. Am I the only one who, who's like run into that where it's just like it's a skating railing that just ends? And I'm like, am I supposed to go? And it just leads directly to water. And I was like, was this built specifically to kill me? Like, I don't understand. There there <laughs> are some times where you eventually get a, a piece of equipment that can like uh, create little uh, those connections in the sky so you can jump to them from things. So it might be something like that. Uh, maybe. But, but I don't know. But I, I'll, I'll say that, like, the platforming is, to his point, it's okay. Uh, it's not perfect. And I think that he kind of hit the nail on the head that if you're not Nintendo and if you're not a 3D Mario game, you're not getting it right. Um, a lot of people struggle with it because it's hard. 3D platforming can be really challenging because you have to just kind of know where the character is, even though it's not you. Uh, and depth perception in that form can be really difficult to play with but i think it's good enough where it's not the struggles that you felt in the first game it's not you being unable to see something it's not you being uh unable to to constantly get into these situations where you're like that doesn't seem fair like a lot of the platforming seems fair and seems good enough where it's like it doesn't ask too much of you but sometimes it can be a little like eh, eh. but it's just not egregious is what you're saying yeah like, it's like it's not terrible but it's not the best it's not the best and i think that's fine like i don't as much as this is a platformer yeah. i don't think that's always its main focus its main focus is really the like the combat the story and the exploration of these different worlds right I'd say in a weird way, uh, probably like it's 3D platforming aspects are probably the farthest away when it comes to like what their initial priorities of making this game were. I would say that combat is easily their first priority or combat or story because it seems like they've toured a much more complex story. And you can pretty much say both of those are their first priority. And I'd say 3D platforming is is nearest the last that they came out with this because it's just i i feel like there's not a in the amount that i've played i feel like there's not a massive amount of 3d platforming to the point where like and i talk about platforming like it, a platforming puzzle yeah. is what i mean by that yeah no it, it it never really feels like that it feels more of like a 3d game that focuses more on exploration um, yeah, it's not about like there's there's tricky parts, like especially later in the game, there's areas that I would I would die at because of water and I'd be like, motherfucker. Like, but it's it's not to a point where it's impossible. Um, Do you ever try to ride up the uh, that fucking waterfall that goes the wrong way? You know, it's funny. I tried to do that. You you die right away. I killed myself like five times, but yeah. eventually you get a slow down ability. Slow that fucking log down. Jump on that log, and there's a hidden waterfall like cave behind it that you jump into. Fuck right off, dude! I jumped right on that stupid ass log, and then it just pushes you off the log. Yeah, and you die. And I was like, "Really? Yeah, it's really? the only way to do a late late game quest that I never would have found on my own, and just had to look it up because I was like, I don't know what you're asking of me. And then they were like, "Slow down the log, jump on it, wait for a, a random area to show up because the log is like moving up, and then you could jump into this cave that's hidden behind the waterfall." And I was like, "Okay, oh, like all right, okay, all right." So we've got one more of our audience members that sent in their thoughts on Psychonauts too. So let's hop into it. Hey guys. It's Zach. Just realized I never introduced myself on these, so hello. Uh, but anyways, I am really loving this game so far. I haven't quite finished it, but it is like top of my priority list, so I'm definitely going to. I just, I am loving it. It feels like everything I wanted out of a Psychonaut sequel, just like 
10 or so years late. So, like, I'm okay with it. I have pretty much no complaints right now, and I'm aware that I might be blinded by nostalgia at least a little bit. Because Psychonauts has a specific part of my childhood, you know? Like, I played that game a lot once when like probably 14 years ago and then I basically haven't touched it since so it it holds a specific place in my childhood you know but I god I love it and I didn't realize how much I was craving a good well-told linear story you know because like everybody's always obsessed with these non-linear branching dialogue trees and stuff and I love that I do but this has been a nice change of pace to just watch a well-written story unfold and play the fun parts, you know? So that's been really nice. And one thing I love about Double Fine is it still feels like they make games from like 10 or 15 years ago. And I don't mean that as an insult. I really don't. I love 3D platformers. I love these collect-a-thon style games. And just they, they just made a great one. Like everybody on their level, because like, Ever since they've been bought, I'd probably say Double Fine's like at least a double A publisher, if not, or a developer, if not a triple A, you know? And everybody on their level is always trying to do what's the most modern, most next gen thing we could possibly make. And Double Fine's just like, no, fuck y'all. We're making a 3D platformer and it's gonna be legendary. And, and it is. It's just, God, I love it. And, uh, cause like, I love, like I said, 3D platformers, love them. And when Ukulele came out, years ago I was so excited and like that first whole world of playing I was just over the moon like yes this is exactly what I wanted a good 3d platformer and then that feeling dwindled pretty quickly and uh that I'm still riding that high on Psychonauts so I don't think it's gonna don't think it's gonna fade the same way I think this is actually what I wanted and uh, gameplay is, you know, just Psychonauts, but tighter and a little better. Like, what could be wrong with that? You know, it, it, it's great. And uh, I don't want to talk too much about the story because I feel like this is a game that should be, it should be a surprise. You know, if you play this game, it should be a surprise. And I know pretty much only patrons are going to hear this, but that could change eventually. And I don't want to spoil anything for somebody. Uh, but yeah, I am just, I am so into this game. Just that... It makes me feel like I'm a kid again, and I don't mean that in a shitty way like Vaughn. I mean, I just, it brings me back to childhood, and just, they kept all the Double Fine weirdness, and like, even there, even though they've been bought by Microsoft, they are so Double Fine still. Like, there's, I feel like nothing has changed except they have more funding. I, God, it's just, it's great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, at this point, I wouldn't argue with you, Josh. Game of the year for me, too. Like some, We'll see if there's some surprise release that dethrones it for me. But as of right now, yeah, game of the year. Two thumbs up. I fucking love this game. Put that shit on the box. Two <laughs> thumbs is. up. Dude, that fucking slide just like, not like Vaughn. That jabbing me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't mean that in a bad way, like Vaughn. I was like, what the fuck did I do? got him uh man me and zach have a lot uh a lot in common when it comes to uh gaming interests from a 3d platformer's perspective because ukulele was a big old uh disappointment for me um a big old turd big old turd <laughs> yeah that was so i was one of the people who backed it on kickstarter i remember that day that it launched i was i was at work and i was like just, I don't care about anything. I just got to go home and play this game. I don't give a fuck about work. And I was so excited. And then I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you liked Impossible Lair, right? Which oh, is Impossible Lair was so good. The 2D platformer is what you so, like? <laughs> so good. It's like a Donkey Kong country game, dude. So good. Um, Zach brought up a couple of good points that I wanted to touch on. Uh, one, I love the fact that he loves the game because I don't know fuck you Vaughn um and two, Josh loves love <laughs> I love I love love uh, but two he brought up the point of double fine doing double a work which I think is hilarious just from a naming perspective um but it's interesting because I don't think that Xbox buying double fine changed anything for this game obviously uh but I'm really interested in what comes next because I think that they were bought at a point where it was so late in the game that like 
what realistically would have changed if they didn't overhaul the entire game, right? Like you would have, it would have been like, we bought Double Fine and now Psychonauts 2 is totally being re- reworked from the ground up. And now it's a AAA game, which I don't think, obviously, I don't think Double Fine would want to do, but I want to see what happens next from Double Fine, especially with this game, but like in general, what they're going to work on next from a now we're a first party studio now we're you know a triple a AAA type of game studio which i don't think they're ever going to get i think they're still going to remain in that same genre that we kind of see these like quirky little like smaller uh type yeah, games. like psychonauts broken age like they they make smaller i would say more out on a limb games yeah that aren't for everybody but the ones they're for will really love them and they, I, I, I actually agree with Zach that like Double Fine is one of the few companies that I feel like has broken the mold, like transcended their original like indie origins to becoming a big name in the space, but also just kept doing what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't change. They aren't trying to chase trends or to make the, the like most technically impressive games ever because that's a lot of what gaming is now is trying to make the most realistic game possible which is hilarious because gaming is absolutely about escapism but like double fine is like nah we're gonna go the exact opposite like we're gonna make the weirdest dumbest shit and i i do also really enjoy that something else that zach hinted on one, I actually thought it was funny. These like, this is Zach. I did. I realized I never say who I am in these. And th- for some reason that reminded me of the original, like, hey guys, this is Sam from Canada. <laughs> like it just reminded me. <laughs> Which and come I on, Sam, where you at? So much, dude. It is so funny. But also I, I loved that Zach brought up the, like, the bias that nostalgia has with this game. And I thought it was interesting that Zach and I are actually on the opposite side where I feel like the nostalgic bias for me has actually made this game like tinge more toward the negative. Yeah. Whereas his is more in the positive. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's... (sighs) It's because like you have such high expectations for something. You've waited yeah. for how long? For so many years. You expect that nostalgia of a game that breaks the mold or in your eyes uh, gives you a feeling that like really sparks your interest in gaming in general. And then you get this and you don't feel that same way. Like whether it's whether you have to finish it to possibly maybe you feel that or like if anything, it just it's it's easy to either love or hate something or be on one side of the spectrum when there's a lot of uh, feeling for past properties on it. Yeah, there's also the fact that like my nostalgia for Psychonauts has in a sense blinded me to what games I actually enjoy playing now. Mm-hmm. I I wonder if it's not even necessarily about the humor or like the all of these things that I brought up, but maybe it's that like. I'm I've never outside of Psychonauts, I've never actually been a 3D platforming fan. That's like con- I've I've never been super into it. So it's very possible that like my love for the weird, quirky nature of Psychonauts made me believe I liked these games more than I actually do. Yeah. And that's that's honestly where my head was at when you said that you didn't like this. Because like look at what your game uh profile is. Oh, it's right like now. entirely different. It's so <laughs> different. It's so not psychonauts, right? Yeah. But not it at just all. it just had such a uh, you know, uh, a spark in that time of your life that you just might not like the gameplay. Like I think yeah. what you should do is literally just watch those videos where someone just takes the cutscenes and just creates a movie out of them. And yeah, just, the psychonauts just yeah, movie. like don't even play it and just like watch that. I think I might just mainline it. I, I think one of the like big things that I was one of the, I guess, in a sense, mistakes I was making was like trying to make sure I got all these like fragmented memories, all of these pieces of the minds, all no. of these like baggage and everything. Like, I feel like 
at least for me, I feel like I was making the mistake of trying to do that all at once. Yeah. When instead, I feel like I might actually just want to mainline this. Very similar to if I ever go back to Horizon Zero Dawn, which obviously this is like an out of the park thing. But if I ever go back to Horizon Zero Dawn, I think I just need to mainline that shit. Because every time Open world I've games. tried to go back into a game, it's just like... It's so I tough. just need to do the main story. I can't because you're like, oh, I can't remember 100% by the time you get into the side quests and stuff is just too much. Yeah, so I think like when I go back to Psychonauts 2, because I really do want to see how it ends and how it develops. I think I'm going to just mainline it. Like, yeah, I'm just doing these fucking story missions. I'm not going to try to make sure I get these fucking psychors or get uh, do the treasure hunt stuff. Like, I'm not going to worry about all the cytonium like buried in the fucking ground. I'm just going to be like, all right, I got to go talk to Raz's dad or Agent Crawler, like yeah. something like that. Like, I, I would definitely recommend that just because this game is really good about I think this is is better than the first one although i i don't remember as well just because it's been so long but this game is really good about allowing you to just go back in levels and like redo things and yeah. also pushes you to do that because it's like no you don't have this ability yet like go away and yeah it's like oh, yeah okay. it's, it has like and i i understand people really hate this especially because it's kind of weird but it has these pseudo like metroidvania elements where it's like mm -hmm. no you're gonna have to backtrack if you actually want everything in this like yeah. granted a metroidvania is more often like you backtrack with the new ability to actually progress the story. And in this, yeah. it's more of like, oh, if you want to be this completionist, you can go back to these early memories where like or these these early minds where you didn't have this connection ability. So now you have it and you can do it. And you also have the uh, the upgraded version of it to where you can go to these like dark connections or whatever. Like, yep. yeah, it, it does actually have this backtracking section, which I think is is interesting uh but i pretty much covered all i wanted to say about psychonauts 2 do you have any more thoughts you want to get through before we end uh this episode no this is a long one this yeah normally these are only <laughs> like 30 or 40 minutes this one is a bit longer i just wanted to say it um oh naturally dude naturally you just gotta yeah, fucking yeah, say yeah. this is a I long episode say, this is a long this is a long one um, i also love that like zach brought it he's like maybe this will come to to maybe other people listen to this Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Von, Von Everyone's getting that. in on this fucking joke. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I mean, maybe one day. But yeah, I, yeah. I definitely spoiled it. So um, I'm, I'm going to write something that in the chat. That was hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to write something <laughs> in the chat and be like, because if they haven't beaten it, I feel like the main people who probably will listen to this should probably wait. <laughs> <laughs> I said spoilers. I said it. I, I made it obvious. I know, I know, but we'll probably just make a little note. Yeah, like, I'll also put in the title, spoilers for Psychonauts 2. Oh my goodness. No, I don't so have anything the end. else. Yeah, yeah, go All ahead. All right, go so ahead. that's Let's the end it. of this episode. Thanks everyone so much for listening. On the off chance that I ever put this on free feeds, just going to go through the fun little rigmarole at the end. So, of course... My name is Vaughn Hyde. You can follow me on Twitter at Hyde Legion. You can follow Josh at the underscore George 90. And if you're listening to this, you probably already know it, but you can follow IndiePod at IndiePod over on Twitter to get notifications when our episodes go live, participate in the like audience questions. You can join our Discord. There is an easy link just in our like pinned tweet over on Twitter. So be sure to follow us there and yeah, that's that's all we got for you today. Hope you enjoyed this discussion on Double Fine Psychonauts 2. And, of course, join us next month for a one-off episode about some weird shit. I don't even know yet. We haven't decided. Goodbye. Goodbye. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>